guys, this is Seth from the Varsity Radio Show, and we are so excited to have you here. And right beside me right now is one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my life, the redhead man, Brad Hudson. Brad Hudson. I was expecting you to say some other name because you're like the coolest guy I've ever met. Oh, right. So I was like, oh, where is he? Right, right. Found him. I was showing I was showing love there, Brad. I appreciate and, it. And then also the man behind all the buttons, lots and lots of buttons, lots of screens, lots of soundboards and cameras and beautiful things. <laughs> My Hello, good everybody. buddy, Steven. How y'all doing today? We got a great show. If this thing is jam packed, man, yeah, we're gonna have a good one. We are so excited about this. And also in the studio, one of my favorite people. Whoop. McKaylee Mooneyham. What's up, guys? That's right. She's here. She's she's going to talk to you. She's our athlete for the day. We're going to talk to her about dance and her time at the Alabama School of Fine Arts. That's a pretty big deal to say that, isn't it, Brad? Yeah. Wow. Is that, that in Birmingham? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Kind of a mouthful sometimes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Aspa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she says Aspa. Yes, everybody asked me, what, what did you just say? I'm like, I promise, right, I right. promise. She, cool. You said that the other day, and I was like, that was, I need a translation. <laughs> yeah, when, I, when I told people that I went to the school of math and science, they're like, oh, the one in, in, uh, in Birmingham. And I was like, no, that's that's the talented one. This is the intelligent one. So, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, I'm sure so they're all like intelligent that. kids, too. They're oh, like the intimidating the type of... The math science students are. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So... Some of those kids are crazy smart. We're coming to one of my favorite parts of the show. I also enjoy this part a lot. I do too, and it's so glorious. Especially when I get to see Ricky's face on the screen. Right. Hi, Ricky. Ricky, if you're out there, we're waiting on you to call us, man. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he's supposed to call in and talk to us. Uh, but there is a meme today. We're going to talk about this while Ricky calls in, hopefully, and talks to us about something else. Uh, the very first picture right here, McKaylee, it's mm-hmm. number one right here. When you go fishing, take an action figure with you. It'll make your catch look amazing. We're here at the lake. I feel like that's totally relevant. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We should, we should do this. So, don't you think, Steven? The fish is much bigger than the action figure. So right, yeah. right. When you say right. it was this big, it right. really was that big. It was. To the, the action figure. To the action figure. <laughs> to the action figure. <laughs> Super important. And uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, but bar, uh, Animal Crackers has changed their policy to help. Ricky's asking for the number. Here we oh. go. <laughs> so. 256. But okay, I'll explain this while Seth is lining that up. Okay, so... So Animal Crackers has this new, I guess it's a marketing policy. No, no, no. It's it's to it's to make the environmental people happy. Straight up PETA. PETA made this happen. <laughs> Thank you, PETA, for providing <laughs> these animals with the freedom that they apparently deserve, maybe. Well yeah. we used to see uh, it was like circus animals. They were in cages. Right. And they were protected. Now we see and fed well. Now we see right? these um, these Free animals roaming the plains of yeah. uh, some sort of savanna. Yeah. And this meme in particular says, Oh, thank God, I was so worried about these fictional animals in their fictional cages. Now they're free to roam the fictional plains where the fictional lion can tear the fictional zebra to shreds. I know, right? There's no sense in that. Like, you, like, there's no reason to. Ricky, are you there? Yeah. 
<laughs> That's my boy. Have, Ricky, have you seen this meme? Is it that not ridiculous? I think the whole thing's just amazing that they're releasing my animals, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, that poor zebra never had a chance. Now, speaking, <laughs> speaking of Ricky, our uh, third meme of the week this week is Ricky actually holding a box of the cage-free <laughs> animal crackers. No, those are the caged animal crackers. Those, I've got the caged ones. I bought them. That's right. Oh, I see. <laughs> they wow. might be worth something one day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. They might that's be worth right. something today, actually. That was that was a wise decision. <laughs> this, I don't know that we know anybody who hasn't tried animal crackers or had them thrown at you during church nursery. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> right? Right, right Ricky? I mean, so. I'm just waiting for them to put on the box, like, at the bottom, like, caged free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're better for you. They're free-range animal crackers. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, so in between while we're waiting for FCA to call in in a few minutes, I want to talk about what's important to us, Ricky. What's really important to us? Can you hear There's me? Only, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of a combination of, like, good southern eating and Alabama football. That's right. You nailed it. And uh, so we're going to bring up games coming up this next this next week we're bringing up games coming up this next week and brad thank god he pulled the top six most valuable games of the week you want to talk about those brad you name them and me and uh me ricky and Stephen mckayla if you want to throw in uh your guess you can we're going to give you our I'm prediction s- I'm, who so wins. I'm so excited for this okay. time of year right. and college football season is very near and dear to my heart there's great eating with great entertainment. That's right. You just have fun making fun of referees or football players' names. That's right. While watching them yeah. beat the opponents into the ground. Yeah. Full tide. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I could get a pen, I'll record this too in the studio. Um, thank you. All right, so uh, we'll start with the least relevant game for this area and work to the most relevant game for this area. All right, all right, let's go. Uh, so the least relevant, I'm going to say, is probably... Uh, Notre Dame and Michigan. So Notre Dame is ranked number 12. That's favored, a good game. Favored by a point. They play at home against number 14, Michigan. You know what I'm going to say, Michigan. What do you think, Ricky? I'll say Michigan as well. I think this is their year. I think they actually do good. What do you think, McKaylee? Uh, I might go with Michigan, too. Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Steven, what's your guess? I'm on the bandwagon with you guys, Michigan. Michigan. Uh, now, I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna pull this. Uh, You're going the other way. Yeah, I'm going the other way because... Just to be weird. I think the difference in this game is the home field advantage. Okay, it's at Notre Dame. So, yeah, oh, it's... Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I was at home and, favorite, and uh, they're favored by a point as well. So does not change my mind. Yeah. Does not change my mind. I'm going with... <laughs> and so the next one is... Uh, number 19, Florida State, is favored by 7.5 points at home versus number 20, Virginia Tech. Oh, yeah. Florida State's got that. I don't think so. You don't Ooh. think so? You think West <laughs> Virginia? Florida State, they are just, they're done. Okay. They're not going to be what they used to be. Right, they don't have the coach. So Ricky's yeah, going, going Virginia Tech. Steven? Uh, I'd have to say, just because i got family down there, let's go Florida. Florida State? Yeah, yeah. me too. McKaylee? Oh, this is hard. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Virginia. Yep. Virginia Tech. Yeah. I'm going to go Virginia Tech as yep. well. 
uh, just because they have a bright future, and, and the uh, the Florida State <laughs> Seminoles have been on a downward downward slide lately. I agree with that. Yeah, but <laughs> Virginia Tech they haven't had up an upside slide either, though. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, uh, they uh, Florida State has uh, lost their coach though as well. Virginia That's Tech's true. had a new one like last season. I think they got a new one. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Next game. Uh, next game. I'm gonna say. Uh, number eight, Miami, who is, I typed flavored, who is favored by three and a half points flavored. versus 25 LSU. It's a neutral site game in Arlington, Texas. Whoa, that's a hard one to so pull number, for. Number eight, Miami versus number 25 LSU. Okay. Miami's favored. Okay, now hear me out. I usually pull for the SEC team, but I'm, I'm saying Miami this time, and here's why. The coach has been there in the SEC. He he knows what he's doing. He's not afraid, and he made an incredible impact last year. Mark Rick. Miami will defeat LSU, in my I opinion, as so. well. I think so. I think so. What do you yes. think, Ricky? Uh, I'm going to take LSU here. You're LSU. going with Oregon. Uh, I mean, they they lost. I mean, the <laughs> coach has had some time to get them back. They have great recruiting. Hey, I'm going with LSU. LSU. McKaylee. <sighs> I'm gonna stick with um the SEC. Yeah, I'm gonna go with LSU. LSU. Yeah. LSU. Steven? Yeah. Hey, LSU. I don't know if I know her, but I like her pick. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Let's see. She's uh, good. Yeah, you guys have agreed each time so yeah. far. So. <laughs> That's why Ricky's riding this there. Thing. All right, next. All right, next game number 17, West Virginia. Who is favored by 10 points versus Tennessee. The game is a neutral site game in West Charlotte. Virginia, West, Tennessee, Charlotte. West Virginia, Tennessee. West Virginia. West Virginia. West <laughs> Virginia. that one real quick. I know Jeremy Pruitt's good, but he's not a miracle worker. And last year's team was ridiculous. Yeah. Let's, in the nicest way possible, they probably had the worst season of their career. Do you agree <laughs> with that, Ricky? I just, you know, I think he can pull it around. He I will eventually. Yeah, <laughs> I think Ricky. I think he will eventually. I just don't think you can pull and, and that bad of a team back in a year. Ricky, I agree with you. I'm picking West Virginia, and here's why: West Virginia is in a broken <laughs> Big Twelve conference. They have something to prove. Number one for themselves, number two for their conference. And this they're is the best. If they lose this game, it's an elimination game right. for them. So they're out there playing for something. They're out. And for blood. listen to this: the Big Twelve is wide open, and this is not out of conference game, but. Um, they they can really prove themselves here. I think that West Virginia is going to come out with some motive and just uh, beat up on uh, Tennessee. Steven? Also, I hate Tennessee. So. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, anything against Tennessee is good for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the unanimous unanimous pick, West <laughs> I Virginia. I do, although I do think they'll be back. I just don't think they can pull it back this quick as bad as they were last year. I think they'll be better. Uh. But anyway. Okay. So this will probably be a closer game, but we're going to go with uh, this one next and save the best for last. Number six, Auburn, is favored by a point and a half versus Washington. The game is neutral, and it's in Atlanta in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. So Auburn's a lot closer to Atlanta than Washington is. I'm I'm sure that Auburn's going to travel a little bit better to that game. So, uh, So picks on that. We'll start with McKaylee this time. I hate Auburn, so Auburn? let's okay, go with so uh, Washington. Washington. Yeah. <laughs> the Washington Huskies are actually ranked number nine uh, preseason rankings, and Auburn's number six. Oh, I think Auburn's going to win this game. I do. I, I think Auburn's incredibly lucky. They have an amazing quarterback. 
I am with you, McKaylee, 110 percent. But I just Washington, all these other schools out of SEC, they think they're better than us, but they're really not. They're and, just and Auburn's Auburn's they can be nasty. They if, really can. If I'm not mistaken, Washington's had um, two very successful seasons the last two seasons, but I believe that they lost their quarterback and running back this year to the NFL draft. Is yeah, but that, they still right? got they still got their quarterback. They saw their quarterback. Okay, I'm still going to go with Auburn because Jared Stidham is. I think I think he's a little bit of an early favorite for the uh, Heisman Trophy as well. And yeah. uh, so the Iron Bowl is going to be really good this year. Heads up for that. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go ahead and say Auburn as well. So, uh, Ricky, what do you say here? If uh, Auburn can look past the smell of the champagne in the Alabama locker room. They might can just pull off a victory. <laughs> okay, so Listen to him. Rick is going with Auburn. Listen to him. <laughs> what do you think, Stephen? Uh, I'll have to go ahead and pull for Auburn this time. Right. It's not Auburn. very often yeah, me it too. happens, but I'm kind of a transplanted Auburn fan. I, I converted because I, I live closer to my wife's family, and I just didn't want to get ragged all the time. So. I'm the farthest thing from an Auburn fan, but I just think they got the game. Yeah. I just, I really do. Stephen, did you say that you converted? I did. I, I, at one time, I was an Auburn fan. I think oh. the reason why was because everybody in my family was Alabama fans. And gotcha. so I wanted to be different. Gotcha. And then I realized that that's, yeah, I just different needed Different always the best. You could say I saw the light, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Roll yeah, time. <laughs> so, go to the most important game of the week. And that would be the Alabama Crimson Tide. Come on, somebody. Who oh, is yes. a 24 and a half point Woo. favorite versus the Louisville Cardinals. <laughs> Of Louisville, Kentucky. That is a neutral site game. Will be played in Orlando, Florida. Yes, I uh, am obviously because let's just be honest. Look, the one thing that Alabama well, there's two things Alabama's always lacked, like like a Johnny Manziel type, like incredible Heisman Trophy like right. quarterback. And this year, guys, we got it. Yep. If they put two attack Lavoie in, we got it. Secondly, we've always struggled at kicker. All of us oh know my this. Goodness, yes. Always. If Alabama's ever struggled in anything, it's, it's kicking kicking. the ball. Yeah. And fielding punts. But the, the, when the when yeah. punts in the air, you're waiting for that guy to drop Every, it. Whoever's back there, right. it always happens. Everything else has always Everybody been incredible. So mad. So, just imagine this year, Alabama's going to have all the firepower that they've ever had before. They're going to have a defense like they've always had. But this time, they're going to have a quarterback that on his own merit can win the Heisman Trophy <laughs> and is amazing Absolutely. and makes unbelievable plays. See, he's, There's no doubt in my mind. He's a Johnny Manziel type player without the Johnny Manziel type attitude. Yes, That's right. Amen. And I like that. <laughs> like, he can make those magical plays. That's what I mean. Yeah. He's amazing. And uh, I hope Tua starts, personally. That's my personal. Thank what you. do you think, Ricky? Well, I mean, y'all know who, I know who I'm going to pick. I know who you're going to pick. Yeah, I will right go now. on the record and say Tua and Hurts will both score a touchdown. I can, oh, yes. I can get behind that. There's statement. no oh, yeah. doubt in my mind. No it will happen. Mind. And now, everybody in the world is going to say, what? See, now, it wouldn't Except be... For me because I'm going to know it. It wouldn't be the Alabama opener if they didn't scare us a little bit in the first half. Amen. So I'm not, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say that they're going to win by that 24 and a half points. Why I'm saying they're going to pull through and win this football game. I think so. What do you think, Steven? Steven? Oh, oh good. roll tide all the way. Oh, she already said it. <laughs> oh, Steven? Yeah. Roll tide. Roll yeah. tide. Oh, roll yeah. tide. We can all St- agree. Steven, we're so glad. That, I mean, 
Ricky, we're so glad that you called in, my friend. And uh, hey, keep those keep those scores. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, Ricky. Man, uh, you're calling back yeah. next week. Or, right? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep up with the record of the picks yeah. for each yeah, for each person. See, okay. yeah, and we'll have a uh, guest picker um, rating as well. Yeah, so that's each you, person McKinley. who comes in and picks, we'll yeah. see who does the best out of the guest pickers for that week. That's right. So, well, man, we love uh, you. See you guys have a good week. Love yeah. Y'all. Hey, we're gonna go to a song right now. All right, here's MDSN with Kerosene. It's time for your Varsity FCA Moment of the Week. All right. Megan McDuffie, my good friend from FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. How are you doing? I am doing well. How are y'all doing today? I am great. Every time I get to talk to you, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, it's so glad. Oh, how wonderful. We're so glad to have you on the phone with us, Megan. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad to be on the phone with y'all, too. Megan, what's going down in your world right now? What is going down in my world? So we are kind of getting into the full swing of campus ministry, getting that kicked off, getting all our huddles started for the year, meeting with leadership teams, I'm getting to go out and speak at different huddles, and getting into the full swing of campus ministry. Wow. And Megan, you're not tired at all, are you? Not a lick. Not <laughs> tired a lick. Not busy. If I tell myself not busy. it, yeah. it comes true. <laughs> Megan, now you played a sport. What, what sport was that? So, in high school, my primary sport was softball. Right. And you were good? And getting into college, I did more long-distance running. But softball was was my sport coming through school. So, you intentionally ran and hurt your body. (laughs) (laughs) And you enjoyed it. Something like that. I do. It amazes me how people stay after school and practice for that. Right. And, like, just... You know, do that. I'm like, I can't. Yes, there is there's a community there. A community. <laughs> wow. Megan, I'm impressed. So, Megan, what are you most excited about this next year with Fellowship of Christian Athletes? I am most excited just for our potential for growth this year. We have the biggest campus ministry staff that we've ever had. Yeah. With people being able to go out and be on campuses. And so we just want multiplication effect. That now that we have a bigger campus staff, we want to see campus ministry with students explode. And we're just really excited and asking the Lord to do that. That's amazing. That's amazing. And what is your favorite thing that you do at Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Your personal favorite? That is a tough one. I am probably going to give you more than one answer. I love the relational That's aspect. against the rules. I love meeting <laughs> people, getting to know people. But I also really enjoy speaking, getting to be at the huddles and speak truth and speak life. And then with that, getting to meet the students at those schools. That's, that's awesome. So if... Uh, there are a lot of high school students listening. That's what we do this show for. How do 
students who aren't already involved in FCA get into a huddle at their local school? How can that happen? So, if you're not already involved in FCA and you want to be, we would just encourage you to ask around. Hopefully, you're starting to get word that FCA is happening. Huddles are getting started all across schools in North Alabama. And all you have to do is come. You don't have to sign up beforehand or anything like that. All you have to do is show up and be a part. And by showing up to the huddles, get more information about different events we have going on and just more ways to get plugged in from there. Wow. Awesome. Wow. That's so good. And what what should anybody expect if they come to a huddle, Megan? If they come to an FCA huddle... They should expect to get greeted um, enthusiastically by students who want to be there, student leaders who are excited about SCA on their campus. They should expect to get to play some sort of game, some sort of warm-up activity to get the blood flowing and chance to meet new people playing games. We'll have what we call our workout, which is a speaker, maybe a student or somebody in the community just to share a word from the Lord and then a wrap up all the events coming up and games and if there's maybe a special guest team the volleyball team or football team somebody's there will recognize them at that time so just a, that's just a snapshot of everything we do. I remember uh, going to a few huddles in FCA for my FCA at ARAB when I was in high school and it was just such a refreshing way to start the morning. And uh, Coach Hall, our huddle, uh, like our huddle leader, the person such who puts cool on guy. FCA. Yeah, he's awesome. He always got uh, chicken and sausage biscuits Come from a local place. Yes. So. We, a, lot of, a lot of huddles do try to have some sort of food there. And that is definitely welcomed early in the morning. Amen. That'll preach. that'll preach Uh, that's right Megan we are so glad that you called in one other thing I want to talk about with FCA is your big event coming up is it September the 8th September the 9th 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 September the 9th PLT party September the 9th our PLT party that had to get rescheduled but is back on track it's going to be Sunday September the 9th Starting at 6 p.m. at the Von Braun Center Arena in Huntsville. Mercy Me is going to be there. And we now have special guests since Abby North getting to open for Mercy Me. So it's going to be a fantastic night. Still have some tickets available. You can go on our website, NorthAlabamaSCA.org, to get some of those last seats. We're very, very excited. It's going to be a special night. Even more important than those two people is my good friend Megan McDuff. You'll be there. She'll be there. Oh, wow. It's going to be so good. Yes, it's gonna sir. Be so I will good. certainly be in attendance. That's right. Well, Megan, it's so good to talk to you. Thank you for calling. Check out your local FCA. And Megan, we are so honored to have you. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate y'all too. Hey, before we go to a song, we want to tell you about one of the greatest loves of our lives is Charburger. <laughs> wow. Charburger's just amazing. Aren't they? We mm, love delicious. Charburger here we in the do, studio. personally. See, I look forward to Tuesdays for some, some main reasons, and one of those main reasons is I know I'm going to get a good hamburger. I know. I know when I walk in, I'm going to get a good hamburger to Never eat. Never depressing. Mm-hmm. Never depressing. Uh, Charburger is located... 
Uh, if you if you're from Guntersville, drive across the major causeway, and on your right you will see the majestic Charburg. <laughs> majestic. It is amazing. Also, is. if you're coming down the Arab Mountain into Guntersville, just because you love the lake and like we do, you know, you want to see beauty and awesomeness and great. You know, uh, Charburger can make you cry just as much as the Lakeview. So, uh, just walk into that. You won't be uh, upset that you did. And I, uh, you you will be able to have a wonderful experience. Uh, they're there. That's where they're located. They're open 5.30 to 8 p.m. Wait, Monday 5.30 a.m.? What do they serve at 5.30 a.m.? They serve a. breakfast. They serve an awesome breakfast yeah, is they what they do. do. And it's cheap. It's amazing. It's a cheap breakfast. You can get chocolate biscuits and gravy. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. Slap your mama right there. Okay. <laughs> so I would never slap my mom. It would end 3848 oh, yeah. Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. Coming yeah. down from Arab on the left, going towards Arab on the right. That's right wonderful place. Hey, let's play some music, Stephen. Let's do it. We got Monologue and Luke G with Lion or Lamb right after this. 88.5 JFM is WJIA Guntersville. Online at 885JFM.com and on Facebook. Making your day better. Do they want the light? I think they want the lamb. I'm trying to be like Jesus with everything that I am. Are you ready to follow the Varsity Radio Show and learn a few life lessons along the way? First lesson, life doesn't give you seatbelts, but the Varsity Radio Show does. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) Yes. We're there for you. See, we're uh, your emotional support. If you are in a car accident, we had nothing to do with it. Right. (laughs) 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 Just saying. We had nothing to do with it. Uh, So... Uh, we uh, are going to talk about local scores before oh, yeah. we go in our clutch today. So, so uh, we'd like to just be sort of like a a reporter for you guys. How are the local teams doing? And before we get into this, there are, there are high schools all over Marshall County, yes. all over God's creation. Yeah, that <laughs> they have marching bands yeah. associated with them. They have cheerleading teams, groups. Squads, 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 cheerleading squads squad. associated with them. There's I'm glad a, Brad notes the terminology. <laughs> there's a spirit club. Spirit club. All these kids, maybe not the spirit club. We all need these, a varsity spirit club. <laughs> yeah. wow. all these, I got you. Uh, Come yeah. on, girl. Woo. Here we go. Kaylee just became the president of our spirit club. All these kids <laughs> work so hard over the summer. There's band camps. There's uh, two-a-day and three-a-day practices all summer for football players. There's cheer camps. There's a regular summer band and summer cheer practice, and they work so hard to put on a show for their community, to, to lead their community to cheer on their football team. And so the community can see these kids representing their high school uh, play football. So I just encourage you, if you live in if you live in Arab, if you live in Albertville, go see Arab High School, go see Albertville High School, all the other high schools in Marshall County, play football, watch their bands, uh, cheer with their cheerleaders. Uh, they're all over the place. So just pick a team and go support those kids. You were in high school once, I'm sure. You were involved in some capacity and loved it when people came to watch you. So, parents, so remember that. Parents, grandparents, community leaders, go support your team. Friday night, 7 o'clock at a stadium near you. That's Albert right. Laggies. Come watch Albertville. Or that your Ab Knights in their brand new I'm football not stadium. Brand new football yeah. stadium. So let's talk about those scores. All right. Brad. 
so uh, this this past week, Brindley Mountain played Asbury in Asbury in the brand new stadium, and they did uh, suffer a tragic loss, nineteen to seven. But next week, they play Southeastern in Brindley Mountain's football stadium. So go go check that out. So so that game though was historic, as uh-huh. it was the very first game they've ever won. It was the very first Asbury High School home game. In the history of yes. the school, and they and they won. Yeah, and they won. I didn't. Won. I, didn't know. I went to school there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then I moved Big out. Deal. But yeah, it was a huge deal. Everybody posts about it all over social media. Yeah. I mean, because it's it's something that the schools needed, you know, because it's been so small and isolated. Yeah. Having yeah. that win is like something they can something, live yeah, on. Something for, they can look to. Yeah. Forever. Uh, so go ahead, Brad. Uh, the next the next team that we have is uh, Gunnersville High School right across the street. They uh, suffered a tragic loss at home to North Jackson, 20-0. to zero. Uh, But they do play Boaz. Um, Boaz beat Albertville, or sorry, Boaz beat Arab last week uh, in Arab's brand new football stadium. We'll get to that in a second. First they play Boaz yeah. here in, uh, in Boaz's uh, football stadium uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, next was uh, Arab. Uh, Arab lost to Boaz first game in the brand new stadium. First game without their yeah. fight song, uh, forty-two to seventeen. Uh, I was I was there. Boaz put a very very impressive football game. Congratulations! Did to you the say forty-two seventeen? Correct. Yes. So Arab did score. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. They did. They did. <laughs> um, they uh, they look like they have some improving to do. I have some uh, some hope for them against West Point in West Point. This Friday night at seven o'clock. I gotta speak up. Uh, Sorry, that's my alma mater. That's where I went to school at. West Point or Arab? West Point. West, West Point. Point. Yeah, my wife went to Arab. I went to West. Wow. Point. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys should go to that game then. That'll yeah. be fun. I'll be there. I'll see you there, Stephen. All right. Sounds good. All right. Um, next uh, was camaraderie. As- was Asbury. <laughs> Asbury, uh, another high school we support here at the Varsity. Uh, Asbury beat Brindley Mountain High School in their uh, brand new football stadium. They play Galesville. At Galesville this uh, Friday yeah. at seven o'clock. Where's Galesville? I have no idea. <laughs> Asbury's what three A? That's a legitimate question, right? Oh, thank, thank God for Stephen and his googling skills. School. Very small. So, <clears throat> Galesville, Alabama wow. is. We are learning. Yeah, yeah, we're having to really zoom out to That's figure out where. Keep zooming. Keep zooming. Crazy. I don't even recognize that lake. I don't either. It's close wow. to Fort Payne. Whoa. It's south. Wow. It's southeast of Fort Payne. Almost. Let's see. There. Almost to Georgia. Almost to Georgia. Yeah. Near Coosa. Yeah. So Coosa Valley. There you go. In oh case goodness. you ever wanted to know. <laughs> Above Weiss Lake. That's right. There you go. So who's playing them? Uh, that would be Asbury. Asbury's Go Asbury. traveling all the way out They're there. They're going to have to travel pretty far out. Yeah. Go Asbury. You got this. So if you're on our Facebook Live right now and talking to me, it. you can see on the map where Galesville, Alabama is. They will be playing Asbury. So if you uh, live near Asbury, you have a kid that goes to Asbury, take them to that game out in Galesville. Watch the them play. The population of the city was 144 in the 2010 census. That's wow. probably why they're also a uh, wow. 2A school. Oh, yeah. They're so. going to have to travel out far to get wow. the small schools. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, next was, uh, did we miss anybody? Douglas. 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 Uh, Douglas. Sorry. Um, D-A-R. I'm so sorry. D-A-R is playing Douglas this upcoming Friday. So wow. Douglas and D-A-R. Two of our schools against each other. Playing each other this Friday um, at, where's that game at? It is in it is in Douglas at 7 p.m. Friday night, so you can go catch 
Douglas and Dar. Uh, Douglas is playing Dar this week. They lost uh, to to Moody in Moody. Tragic loss of sixty two to zero. Uh, I'm sure they'll bounce back, and that'll be a great game versus Dar. And uh, um, Dar just lost to Westminster Christian fifty eight to thirty three. Uh, so that was a good game there. Who did Gunnersville play? Gunnersville played. Uh, North Jackson High School, who which uh, is a really good team. I just I want to say that. And then we get to uh, McKaylee's High School, Albertville. They played a jamboree game this week. Is their upcoming first game of the season mm-hmm. against Columbia High School in Huntsville? Uh, but it will be played in Albertville at Aggie Stadium, or yes, Aggie Stadium. yeah, McCord Field, something like yes, that. At Aggie Stadium. Stadium, that's a very nice it's stadium. A, it's a gorgeous beautiful stadium. place, beautiful yeah. turf, everything. Yes. Have so go school. support. All the marching bands out there, all the cheerleaders out there, and all the football players out there. Catch oh, yeah. a catch a game in a stadium near you at 7 p.m. And uh, we may see you there. Hey. There you go. Steven? What's the music? Give us some music and some we'll music. come back with Clutch. Here's Lily Joe with Sway. Check it out. Today's Clutch Moment. Welcome, welcome to your favorite radio show, the Varsity Radio Show on 88.5 JFM. We are sorry. Uh, we are we are so excited to have you here. And uh, it has been a wonderful day. We're so, we're so glad that you're uh, listening to us. We have so much fun things. We're actually going to go into our Clutch in the next few minutes. What is that that just came up on the bottom? Hey, you can share the broadcast. Yeah. No, I saw the side thing. That was pretty cool. I was trying to figure it out. Steven has got our Facebook Live looking incredible. Steven with his animations and stuff. Yeah, I got all kinds of cool flashy (laughs) stuff there. And if you're on our Facebook podcast listening, I will talk to you if you want to talk to me. So let's have a conversation. That's right. You can give input into the show. No, here, we're going to give you a little something to do. Okay, so... If you can get us, what, 20 shares today. If we get to 20 shares, my boy, Brad Hudson, <gasps> will sing Frozen. Yeah. Let it sing, go. He'll That's sing simple. Let It Go. And as he's singing Let It Go, McKaylee's going to do a little bit of a dance. An and interpretive dance? Yes, yes. And then she's going to, because that's what she does, <laughs> and she's going to jump in and sing at the end of it. So it's, there that's, we go. So if you get to 20 shares today... You're going to get quite the show, especially oh, yes. if you're watching on Facebook Go Live. Go share it now. If not, you're going to at least get to hear Brad Hudson's beautiful voice. Yes. So Majestic. If it is beautiful, then I've never heard that beautiful. So. <laughs> that I just, could, that could entertaining, become, at least. That could yes. become dinner in a show if you happen to be eating Charburger at the time. That's right. Yeah. Charburger is be. located... On uh, on Highway 69 and Gunnersville. way to um, go into that. Right at the bottom of the mountain coming from Arad, right across Causeway coming from Gunnersville. You can go, uh, it's possible for you to go and get breakfast in the mornings if you want or a great hamburger in the afternoons or the evenings. They're open till 8 at night. They open at 5.30. They're open every day except the holy day. Their employees go to church, I'm sure. That's awesome. And uh, Just like the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yes. Yes. Correct. They support. Nice. They, they have the famous char-grilled wildcat burger, awesome chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and big ol' crispy onion rings. 
Yes. So good. And their fries are wow. very good. Mm-hmm. Are they very not? They've, oh, got yeah. that, they've got oh, that kind of nice. golden crust mm-hmm. on them. Oh, so good. We like, love, you're eating it in. Like, this is an experience. We love, love our this. partners at Charburger. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so we're going to start out our clutch this week with a video. So check this out. The noise, it's everywhere. And daily, we are bathed in distractions. And the noise weaves around us and through us. Through us and around us until we're dancing under the power of these powerful powerful puppeteers where we live like this pseudo sense of control. And the noise is surmounting daily, it's getting louder, and we find new distractions, new noise, and rather than protecting the ears of our heart, protecting the ears of our hearts, we're drawn into the noise. We find new distractions. We're drawn in like the cyclical tides of the moon to the sun, where we decide, we direct, we dictate, and we usually die. Often God speaks in the stillness. When Elijah needed to hear from God, he sent a fire, a quake, a huge wind. But God wasn't in the fire. He wasn't in the quake. He wasn't in the huge wind. He was in the whisper. And the noise hides the See, the noise breeds distraction. It breeds confusion, fear, doubt. And continually bathed in the noise, our lives unravel. And life is a dangerous place just to stupor about, stripped of our ability to hear clearly with the ears of our heart. God is waiting in his word, and our hunger for it must outweigh the very thing that weighs us. The noise must be a slave. And once mastered, it's a useful tool where you can direct, dictate, decide, and live. Your life's cyclical tides will dance with the sun, not with the moon change your future, reverse your actions, live a life of clarity, embrace your freedom, master the static like the master, do the natural, he does the super, become a static. Wow. What's so good about that is this morning I want to talk about listening. I love, I think that was a great way and uh, Kaylee, you'll know this from my sermon, listen. Uh, this this is such a great way. Uh, we live in a world of static. What what is static? What is the actual static? And Stephen, maybe me and you will probably understand this better from our childhood. But do you remember the big tube TVs? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you remember when a TV channel would go out or something, and <laughs> and then you get that crackling, yeah, disturbing. Yes. I don't, I don't know what much anymore. Oh, yeah. my my TV does this, okay? Because I still have one of those tube TVs in my bedroom. Really? Okay. Like with yeah. the big box behind it. Yes, like it's it's the big box. Don't don't judge me. It's I mean it's what I have a flat screen in my living room, but I've got this. It has a DVD player and a VHS player. You know, because oh, wow. I'm relevant. Uh, anyway, so this thing. I have it on dish, and so if dish goes out, like if I leave it on in the middle of the night, dish goes out, the thing goes off. Within an hour or two, it'll be like three in the morning. I'll hear, 
And that me and my wife jump out of our bed. Like, it's like, oh my God, like somebody just shot us. I don't, <laughs> have you ever had one of those experiences, Steven? Yeah, I haven't had one as, as severe as that sure. before, but yeah, I can imagine. When that. really yeah. it's just snow on your television? Right, right. I didn't know that stuff was called snow. Right. Like, it's, it's disturbing. And that it, sound you hear is called white noise. Yes. White noise. <laughs> yes, I, I hate that. It's snow. It's noise from snow. Hey, so it's white noise. I had no idea snow had noise. There's okay, white noise yeah, but, machines, too. I would never, I would never use that. Um, But it's it's a crackling, hissing noise on a telephone, or radio, or other telecommunication systems. So I'm going to ask you this: Uh, We talk about modern static. What what is modern static? What are what are things that this culture that we consider things? Uh, that are static to our life. Not the actual crackling or the hissing or the anything like that, but other things that we allow to stand in the way of us and God. What What are those things? I think, wanna... I think the static, like, it just takes up what we listen to or what we pay attention to right. is the whole big, like, uh, metaphor that we're using here. And this stuff, like, that you just kind of get sucked into and distracted uh, by the world, like just overall just having a busy schedule like flying all over the place not taking the time to slow down uh filling up your time with social media with screen oh, yeah, time binge watching uh the office repeatedly on netflix <laughs> i'm, I'm guilty not a bad way of spending i've your seen time. the office four times all the way through in various episodes, oh, various wow. episodes up to wow. eight or nine times but oh, my uh so i guess i'm involved in some netflix static there yeah um just uh, spending time with you know other people and not ever slowing down listening. Uh, there's nothing particularly wrong with any of these things until they become uh, interfering with um, with with your walk with God. Yeah, that's just kind of the stuff that like you can get distracted by and sucked into, uh, just kind of trapped. Yeah, like you get stuck with your busy schedule and um, you're you're so involved on social media and keeping your followers updated and you know keeping up to date with your followers that yeah, it all just becomes part of our daily lives and we leave the important parts out. McKaylee, what kind of static stands in the way of uh, you and God, Tom? Um, a lot of what uh, Brad said, social media is a big one uh, for most teenagers, um, especially at school. People uh, feel like, you know, likes and followers are very necessary, very important. You have to post about everything that you're going to do so that uh, kind of like one-upping people trying to make yeah. sure what I'm doing is better than what they're doing. And yeah. we forget that, you know, outside of social media, like, that has no bearing on our actual lives. It, um, you know, it's just uh, it's just not something that I now try to devote my time to uh, because it is. It's so distracting. You can get so caught up in the fact that, oh, hey, my, my selfie got this many likes. People must think I'm pretty or people must uh, think I'm popular. Yeah. And when you don't get the, the likes that you want, um, people get people get upset they delete the pictures and so like that just kind of goes to show you that people really allow that stuff to take a big part in their life and it uh, plays a big priority in everything they do yeah and um that's one of the big ones um and hanging out with friends definitely because you feel like you have an obligation to people yeah and you're like well these people invited me to go here and i could go home and spend time with jesus because i really haven't today but my friends really need me today and if i just talk to them about jesus a little bit then you know i'm giving jesus the time he deserves maybe (laughs) But no, like sometimes we gotta learn to say no because right. we gotta spend that one-on-one time with Jesus, and it's hard. It's yeah. a challenge. It's just gotta be something um, that you're willing to um, fight to do every day. Yeah, and, and then there's busyness we allow to get in our way. Social media, oh, yeah. people, games, many other things that step in the oh, way, yeah. and they may not be bad things. 
but they're things, and they get in our, our way, yeah. and they crowd our perception and our time we got in there. There's a question that we all must ask ourselves often. Do we listen to the static of the world, or do we seek out his voice? When we make a decision, is he allowed input in our conversation, or do we automatically do what we want to do? See, John 10, 27 says, Jesus says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. That's an important thing. Like, it, you know, if Jesus speaks to you, do you know his voice? Do you do you understand what he's saying to you? Do you know what he's what he's asking of you? Right. And so there's some things on listening I want to talk to you about. Number one, does God talk? Yes, he talks. Mm-hmm. Yes, he talks. He does. Right? Yes, Jesus, Jesus can and will speak to you. He does through many different things. Obviously, the Bible. Right? Right. God God gave us, like, the greatest book of instruction ever in our entire uh-huh. life. And so, it, you know, it's so hard for us sometimes to put the time aside, but it's so important for us to hear from God. And so often it's through the Bible. I was in, I was in a small group Sunday night, and yeah. uh, it was, uh, his name's Skyler, my sister's boyfriend throughout. Uh, you know, people wonder, like... You know, I've never like God's never really spoken to me. I don't, I don't feel whatever it is you're talking about being able to communicate with God or whatever that is. And, yeah. And Skylar was like uh, saying, like for starters, how long has it been since you've picked up your Bible? Come on, somebody. And so, yes. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> I never good. like you know it, for a long time I struggled with that. Like, am I heard by God? Am I am yeah. I hearing from God and overlooking and. And it was just you know you gotta you gotta, you gotta be consistent right. as well as being oh, yeah. in the word you gotta be consistent in the word right. and uh, really devote your time to the Lord so. through the Holy Spirit God speaks through the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. What do you mean I don't understand? Yeah, you do. You know what I'm talking about. So you walk into your school and you see this person just weeping, like or they're going through something. You know that they're going through something with your family, and you feel this little nudge inside of you, like, hey, go over there and talk to him. Just ask him how their day's going. You know, hey. Tell him, you know, I'll, I'll pray for you. I, you know, can I pray for you? What do you go? That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit nudging you. Like, they're going through something. God will use you to treat the pain of this world if you'll let him. Right? Oh, yeah. God will allow... He'll use you if you'll just listen to him. And how do you listen to him? Just look around you. I, I was at uh, Aldi the other day. Okay? And uh, I, I was at, I'm embarrassed about this moment, Brad. I, and McKaylee's heard me say this. And I think Stephen has, but I, I was in the line and I hear this person say, "They, uh, the cashier asked him, how are you doing, you know, with your cancer treatments? Oh, good. Things are going well, everything. And I swear I felt the Holy Spirit say, just pray for him. But I was too busy. You know, I'm, I'm ashamed to tell you that, but right. I'm just, I'm being real with you. And all I had to do was, hey, can I pray for you? I mean, that's not, there's nothing... Uh, amazing. I mean, fire from heaven may not have come down. The earthquakes, you know, but God spoke to me to do that, and I was disobedient in that matter. But God will speak if we'll listen, and He'll speak through our conscience, right? Mm-hmm. He speaks through our conscience when we know something's wrong, when we know we shouldn't go to that party, when we know we shouldn't do that thing that everybody else is doing. God, God's speaking to us. Hey, you know you shouldn't be a part of that through our conscience, and then through other believers. Uh, Proverbs fifteen twenty two plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success, and through dreams and visions. This is the last thing. Throughout your life, God will give you dreams and visions of your future. He'll give you aspirations. He'll give you a heart. In the last days, God says, "I'll pour out my spirit." In Acts two seventeen, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream your dreams. This is this is what God says will happen. So tell me, just real quick, because because we're 
and, and uh, we want to get to the athlete interview pretty quick. But I want y'all to tell me in a quick answer. Uh, how? Tell me some of the ways God's chosen to speak to you. Um, I think I, I feel more when I invest time in, in being with Him in, in prayer yeah. and uh, and through the Word. I always open up my devotion by praying and then moving into the Word and praying again. I really feel like um, how God speaks to me through scriptures in that in that moment and just prayers that um, may get answered. Like in in all, God answers prayers. Sometimes it's not the way we want. Right. And it took me a while to realize just because this didn't unfold the way I prayed for it to doesn't mean that the prayer was not answered. It just wasn't the way the way I wanted it to turn was not the way God wanted it to turn. And and yeah. seeing that difference really has allowed me to to get um, to get better with the consistency there. That's good. So. Um, Kayla? For me, one of the ways that I feel God's really spoken to me um, is through music. Yeah. Um, I just love, I love music so much and uh, I love to sing and so when I'm alone in my car going to work or going to school or driving home from school, um, I just uh, turn on uh, Bethel, which is one of my favorites yes. and I just listen and um when you listen to the words, a lot of them are from scripture, so you know that's biblical. And but it's also put into music. So yeah. when I hear it, sometimes you just like sit there and you're like, wow! Like you just come to that revelation that this is how God feels about me. This is His love for me. This is His passion for me. Yeah. His uh, plan for me. And um, that's just one way God has really spoken to me is through music and definitely through other people. I feel like you know you'll be praying, Lord, I need a sign. I need something. And um, He'll send other people to just say something to you or um, to say something maybe to the congregation, but you know that's for me. That's something that I've uh, needed to hear, and it's kind of like a, a confirmation, you know. So um, those are my biggest two, I think. So good. And then when trying to hear him, have you removed the static, right? We were talking about the static in the beginning. Have you cut out the things that cut out his voice? And how have you handled him saying no? When you just said no, you know, sometimes God says no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he does. Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek the kingdom of God above above all else and live righteously, and he'll give you everything you need. So the question is this, guys. Again, I say really quick. When, when you really want to hear God, what are some of the things you do to eliminate the voices in, his, in, in this world? Some of the static. What do you do to remove the static? Okay, well, one of the things that I like to do is... I personally like to spend time with him every day yeah. by myself alone. Uh, Pastor Gary uh, lots of times has talked about uh, going to find your secret place, yeah. uh, that place of aloneness with Jesus. Because um, I think lots of times we see aloneness as like a bad thing. Yeah. Like, I'm so lonely, but we don't realize like that's the opportunity for us to really press in with Jesus. He's like, finally, you're alone, yeah. you know, away from all the busyness of life. Yeah. Um, so I try to just uh, take that time to spend alone with Jesus in my room or maybe outside uh, turn my phone off, put my phone away, because I think that's the biggest distraction yeah. for anybody is phone yeah. or, like, technology. Yeah. So I just put it away, or either I'll play some worship music, I'll get my Bible out, and I'll just start praying. And, and that way, you know, you just kind of get to focus on um, Jesus and what He's trying to say to you. And um, the people aren't around, technology's not around, it's just you and Jesus. And when you're outside, it's the beautiful, the breeze, the the flowers and the trees, and it's just, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Brad? Uh, for me, it's not focusing on not stay with me here. It's not focusing on not focusing on that stuff. It's focusing on God, and in turn, kind of like getting better at really paying, being able to pay attention to God for a part of your day by focusing on God and looking for uh, 
ways God, like, has, has blessed you the ways God has answered your prayers. Um, just, like, through my journey in life, where I've come, like, uh, it's just an amazing, um, amazing thing for me to think about. When I'm alone in the car, I look, I look around at what, um, what's around me, and the fact that I'm, you know, driving a car, and the fact that I have, like, a, a house that has heat and air, and I, I eat three meals a day, and yeah. just stuff like that, like, you can really see God through that. And, it, like, when you just think about that kind of stuff, it kind of puts the whole world behind you just for a few minutes. Like, all the stress and the busyness and the social media and um, the internships, the jobs, the schoolwork. Yeah. Everything kind of goes away, and you're almost at peace, and that really helps to make it. It's so worth it yeah. to, to eliminate all that, excuse me, crap from yeah. your life just for a few minutes and focus on God. Because yeah. that's what that is compared to God. It's crap. Quick, quick so. shout out. <laughs> Well, in between, quick shout out to my missionary friend from Scotland, Dave Goldsmith, who just got on. I appreciate him watching our show. Uh, number three, when when he speaks, do you follow? As long as we respond to God, he'll keep talking. But uh, Cassie's watching us too, Cassie. Okay. <laughs> uh, as as long as we respond to God, he will he will keep talking. But if we find ourselves ignoring what he says constantly. And doing our own thing, he quits talking. And I don't really think he quits talking as much as as uh, he. We just quit listening. listening yeah, right. And we, and just, we just and God's talking, and you shouldn't do that. Are you? You know, you need to go mm-hmm. talk to that person. You need to pray for this person. And he's telling you, and he's communicating with you constantly. But you're like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to do that. That makes me uncomfortable. I'm scared to yeah. do that. I don't, and, and the more you keep doing that, the less and less. I guess the 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 less you hear his voice clearly, mm-hmm. his voice he he becomes kind of like a static, and it's yeah. it's because you chose to cut him off. It's not because he's cut off, yeah, right, himself from you. So often God is talking, we just don't like what he says, so we don't we don't want to obey. And uh, and so my question is this, and we'll end with this. We'll play a song and come back to our athlete interview that I'm ecstatic about today. Have you ever not liked what God was saying to you? <laughs> And have you ever felt like he said no? And Brad just said he said no. So yeah, yeah and absolutely, like it's got to be like you know, God doesn't need you to pray. God knows what's going on in your life. You're the one that needs the prayer. Right. Now, God wants that personal relationship with you. Effort. He doesn't. He doesn't need you to pray to him. You 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 need to pray to him, and he wants you to pray to him and have that relationship. Yeah. And uh, when you spend that time, you get you get. It it puts your spiritual health in a position where you can just uh, be able to feel these things. Like uh, one time, this was um, after after a base a night of baseball at the concession stand. I was at uh, Dairy Queen, and this guy walked in. He was he's big. He had tattoos, and God was like, um, "I want you to just go speak with him and uh, and just you know see." And then he ended up saying like, you know. Uh, open, just open it up to me. Like he needed somebody to talk to, and uh, I told him about our service times at my church, and he said, "Oh, you're the church who has the small little campus next to my tattoo parlor." And I said, "Yeah." And he's like, "I go eat a hot meal there every Thursday night. Yeah, it's right, it's right over there next to my business." And I wow. said, "Yeah, that's us." And uh, he just opened up to me uh, about, you know, he has a, he has a son, and it was just such a great experience, and allowed me to pray over him. Yeah. And this big guy that I thought was like going to punch me in the mouth <laughs> if I looked at him, like. Yeah. You know, I went over there and he, I, I I really feel like 
you know, God used me to make an impact, mm-hmm. like a small impact in somebody's life. Um, so that's yeah. how God speaks, and um, just sometimes there's opportunities that are closed, but just uh, there's another way that God wants you to go. So. Have you ever not what, liked what God said to you, McKay? Oh, lots of times. Lots of times. <laughs> that's a lot of my story, you know, with dance yeah. and um, everything. Yeah. God's definitely told me no. Uh, it's just She's a matter about of, to go into that. So. Yeah, it's just a matter of me listening or not. He tells you no, and he tells you go. He tells you come home. He tells you stay. You know, yeah. it's it's, yeah. um, it's hard, but the you just have to get past um, looking at like what you want, and if you just if you're just doing what God wants, then He'll take you further than anybody ever could, or you could yeah. ever take yourself. And so it's just a matter of trusting Him through the no, yeah. and saying, okay, God, you closed that door for a reason. Open the doors that you want to open for me, and I will walk through those. And then he'll take you down the path that he has for you, which is the best path that you could ever have for your life. So good. So good. Steven, will you throw some music? Yeah, let's do this. How about Social Club Misfits featuring Danny Gokey and Jordan Sparks? Here you go. I can leave my whole world in your hands. Let you hold it together like the day was forever. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. You know, if you're an athlete and you're hungry, there's no pl- there's no better place in the uh, city of Gunnersville or in the county of Marshall to fulfill your desire <laughs> of burgery greatness. You should check that out. Well... <laughs> Seth gets adjusted in the studio. Wow. <laughs> Can you be louder? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, man. Charburger. Anyway. It happens. Charburger. They're really fantastic. They're like really Seth good. hyped it up. And their it's burger so much so more, good. It's so much more than we could hype it. We can hype it all we want. So much more than a burger. It speaks for itself. It does. It's wonderful. It goes down your stomach. I agree. It was very nice to walk in and Sensational. you just pulled that Sensational. out for me. Sensational. It it's pretty lovely. <laughs> Seven shares. Let me say this, y'all. You guys are 13 shares away from watching my friend Brad and McKaylee. Brad's going to sing. McKaylee's going to dance. To, to Disney's totally Frozen's worked. Let It Go. We'll pull in a nice you, harmony yes. at the end. All you got to yeah. do is share. Good luck harmonizing with us. Share the show on Facebook Live. That's it. That's all you got to do. And you get to hear and see the greatest show on earth. Okay? It's, it takes it's 20. Great. And we are at 7 right now? Hey, seven. we should totally steal that. The greatest show on earth. Because Barnum and Bailey is done. Right. That's us now. This is the greatest show. show. I want you to work on the trademarking of that. Okay, I can do that. Okay. Anyway. We'll make it happen. Uh, (laughs) I figured. I didn't know Barnum and Bailey was over. Yeah. They folded. Wow. Yeah, no more circus. Just like Toys R Us. really sad. I heard Toys R Us is coming back with a new show. A new movie. What? Toys R Us. Yeah, look it up, Stephen. Look it up on Google. Google that. Hey, um, It's coming back with a new one. Toys R Us didn't fold because it wasn't profitable. A venture capitalist farm bought it and transferred their debt to the corporation and closed it. Why? Wait, say what now? So, oh, uh, you said Toy, Toys some, R Us. A place that invests in a bunch about. of companies had a bunch of debt, so they bought Toys R Us and transferred their debt to the corporation. So and totally it. messed up that. Here's what I was saying. Yeah. Toy Story I never went there. has a new movie coming. <gasps> what? No. Yep, that's what I was trying to tell you. It so, was wow. not Toys R Us. Toys R Us is done. Uh, Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story 4? Or yes. Five. Look it up. Toy wow. Story. There it 4? is. Toy Story. 4. Oh wait, I, I told you. 
Y'all have told the prime time. They've already got Incredibles too. See, we I knew that. So I, thought, I thought we were talking about Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I so, totally dropped the ball on that. I hope, I hope they don't ruin it because they won't have Andy in it. And like, I don't know. Andy's not gonna be in it. Well, no, no. Andy gave all the toys away at the end of three to that little girl. You might come back, Brad. You never know. I don't know. Don't ruin all it's, these little kids' futures. It's a love and story this time. Oh, no, this man. one. This is another one. It's not for the little kids. It's the one who grew up with Toy Story. They're all teenagers and twenty-year-olds. I grew up with Toy Story. Toy Story is all right. the bomb. All right, let's go. Let's go into this. Okay. <laughs> Important. So, okay, so- McKaylee's interview is going to be a little different than everybody else's. It's going to be uh, fantastic because we're going to let her talk a little longer. One, not a little longer on the thing, but just let you talk before we ask a ton of questions. So, McKaylee, I want you to tell us your story. So, uh, and I've heard it. I don't know. I don't think Brad's heard it. No, I know. So, I know. I know her, but I don't know her that well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, McKaylee has an incredible story, and uh, all of you athletes out there, I, I think there's something important about knowing what you're called to do. Now, now, that could be being a doctor, that could be being a nurse, that could be being a firefighter or a janitor. I mean, Anything. it's just whatever, whatever you're called to do, you need to do it. You need to do it better than everybody does. Do it for the Lord. Right. And and so, uh, McKaylee has this really cool story. So, McKaylee, when you were a kid, so I'm going to start out with a question, then I'm going to let you go. So, when you were a kid, what did you want to be more than anything else in the world? Uh, more than anything else in the world, I wanted to be a ballerina. Just like Angelina Ballerina. Ballerina. <laughs> yes, a ballerina. Classical ballerina. So then what was your favorite movie back in the day? Definitely Angelina Ballerina. I have never it, watched it's, this movie. It's a, a mouthful. You know, do you know it? I have oh, never. Mm-mm. It's a mouse, and uh, she has pink outfits. She had a friend. Her name was Alice, um, but I loved Angelina. She had the... Have you seen this movie, Steve? Twirly ribbons. I haven't seen um, this one. And my mama got me the doll, or well, it's a it's a mouse. I had a mouse with a tutu. <laughs> I know that sounds super weird, but she was no. so cute. And uh, I even had a build a bear that had a tutu and ballet slippers. But yeah, um, Angelina. Right, I'm seeing it, was, it right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> so is this Stuart Little's girlfriend? Apparently. Oh no, she's too good for him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Stuart Little got thrown under the bus. <laughs> She was my girl. I literally thought that I was going to be just like her. And uh, I have never seen this movie. Oh my goodness! I've never seen this character. I was going to say let your child watch it, but you have a son, so I mean, my son is not going to watch Steven's daughter. Yeah, I was about to say Steven. That'd be more your avenue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your your daughter can watch this. My son, not so much. Uh, Anyway, so Angelina. Ballerina, ballerina princess. Yes, there's multiple. I think there's like a little. She kind of looks like a. You're gonna be insulted by this. A, a pig ballerina. She's got the piggy face. Like, so it's like pink. Like, okay, that one okay. is not the one I was so much interested in. All right. There was okay. like older ones. You know, like the strawberry shortcake evolution. Right, right, right. right. Yes. And yes, there it is. That's there it is. my girl okay, right there. there. That's right the there. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So now that That's we've cleared that. <laughs> So you wanted to be a ballerina. Why? I don't know. It was um, it was something that was challenging. It was something that I knew that was rare, not so common around here. Yeah. And um, I just loved the tutus and the point shoes, uh, the elegance, uh, just the the music, every aspect of it. I just loved it all. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to um, do something that not everybody else is doing, and I want to be good at it. So, what age did you actually start pursuing 
this. I mean, when did you start? What did, What was your, I guess, starting sport, whatever, to head towards this dream? Uh, well, I began dancing when I was eight years old um, in ARAB, but it wasn't until we had a teacher my third year there, so I was about 10 years old, or had just turned 10, um, and her name was Vicki Alexander, and she came to teach us uh, ballet classes, which I had taken ballet, but it was... Uh, it was more like beginner ballet, and I was like, I like it, you know. But she came, and she really um, invested in me, and that's when I knew. I was like, I really want to do this. So when I uh, turned 11, I got my first pair of point shoes, and that's when I knew. I was like, okay, this this is something that I want to pursue for my future. Um, and so that's when I really, like, turned uh, my idea around of really what I wanted to do. And then I moved to the studio in Coleman, um, Coleman Ballet Theater School, and I auditioned for the ballet company the next year. So that's when I was like, okay, ballet's my stuff. Nothing else is ballet. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. I have a question. Point shoes. Explain. <laughs> is there something in the end that keeps your toe mm-hmm. from like yeah. completely breaking every time you go up on your points? I mean, honestly, every time you put them on, it can go either way. It can be super painful. It can be not so bad one day and very bad the next. Yeah. Um, it, they're made out of canvas. Uh, okay. Which is the shank? Uh, it's like lines the arch of your foot. Shank is that not the object that people use in prison <laughs> to kill each other with? Yeah, that, that, that would be shank? no, that'd right. be a prison shank. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is right. a ballet shank. Right, okay, it's elegant. Right. It's an elegant shank. It's an elegant so, shank. So um, there's a shank made out of canvas. Yes, there's, I there's, went there. um, Some nails in the shoe, I guess, to keep the canvas um, in with the satin. The satin is the outside that makes it look so pretty. No, we do not tie our ribbons all the way up our leg. We don't do that. Like you see, Angelina Ballerina did that. Very big misconception. Not in that picture. But um, we have wood at the end of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, we call it the box. So it is wood. Yes. Cool. And there's a canvas lining the inside of it. And we wear a thing called topaz. They're uh, silicone or just these little cushions. Or people use lamb's wool. People will tape their toes with like medical tape. We put numbing gel that you use for your teeth on our toes. Wow. Um, Band-aids. Uh, the works you put whatever you like for your feet is what you put on to protect some people wear absolutely nothing to protect their feet and um, you just kind of get calluses and hope for the best wow um, these so, things are floppy too like you pick them up by the heel and the thing just droops yeah and like even like yeah so like a lot of heavy. the yeah the end is not wooden or anything that's you know the articulation of the foot you know is um, in the shank and at the end and then you've got the box that you actually stand on yeah. Yeah. So, very intricate shoe. Very <laughs> expensive. Very, expen- I was very say, expensive. Very yeah. expensive. But mine were hundred forty dollars, like anywhere from a hundred to hundred forty, because you have to pay for the elastics and the ribbon, and you have to sew it yourself. Not mm. always, but you save money if you sew it yourself. Wow. So I learned how to sew myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sweet. Yes. Yes. So you got you got a question before I go deeper? Yeah. How did you get into dance? Was it this movie or something else? Well, okay. My sisters danced before that. Um, uh, they weren't as serious, obviously, as I was about it. Um, but my mom knew people in Coleman, and they first started out dancing in Coleman. And then since they were younger, my mom was like, well, I'm not going to keep driving all that way to take the kids there if it's not something they really want to pursue. So then when I got of age, um, I wanted to dance just because I had been watching the show, Angelina Ballerina. Like, it really was. I'm surprised. Like, it really was a show that really made me want to dance. And um, so my mom went and took me to classes in ARAB because that was the closest thing, you know, to where we were living at the time. And, um, yeah, so I just went and I was, like, hoping for the best. Well, Wow. So... Tell them your journey. We're just not going to interrupt because I, I think this is so good. You just 
you should just continue with it. So tell them your journey. I want you to tell them the decision you made. I want to, I want you to end with uh, where you're going now. Okay. Um, uh, I told some of my story yesterday at a seminar we had, uh, and I didn't realize, like, it's an emotional story for me. You know, it's not necessarily, like, the powerful, I've been through all these bad things kind of testimony story, but God uses every story that um, every person has for a different person, you know. Um, and I was uh, raised in a Christian home uh, my entire life. That's what I've known. I've been to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, basically in time the doors have been open. Um, it's been my life, you know, Jesus. And then when I was eight, it became dance. Um, I never was involved in anything in high school, any activities, no dance line, uh, band. I wasn't really a part of any of that because dance took up at least three days a week and I was driving a Coleman when I got serious so I didn't have time for any of that I was in the ballet company if you miss the ballet company you get kicked out you know we sign a contract so it's, it's pretty it's pretty serious so um, when I was like I said when I was 11 that's when I really started to pursue dance and um, just starting to work really hard at home and at the studio trying to you know be the best version I could of myself to you know to be a ballerina and um, I was at Coleman Ballet for four years, and then I decided to audition for Alabama School of Fine Arts. Um, they have a dance department, a wonderful dance department there, a wonderful school. Um, so when I was 15 years old, I asked mom and dad, I was like, hey, um, I really want to do this. Um, do y'all support me, and can I go? And my dad was a little reluctant, but uh, he supported me. He said, you know, if it's something that you feel like you need to do right now, um, I'm going to let you go. So I moved to Birmingham at age 15. Uh, it's not as scary as some people might think. It was actually pretty awesome for me. Um, and so I get there. I'm dancing uh, five or six days a week. Wow. So for all you football players and basketball players out there, we work just as hard as y'all do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're dancing about four hours a day. Um, we go to school from 7, 7.30, 7.50, something like that, um, till 2 o'clock. Then at uh, 2 o'clock, we would take class from 2 to 5.30. And then on um, weeks that we would have uh, performances and we're learning choreography, we would dance from 2 to 7.30. Wow. So we'd have a small break in between um, to eat something maybe or, you know, to get some water and to rest for a minute. So, I mean, I was dancing a lot. Schoolwork at ASFA was very hard. Um, It was challenging compared to some other schools that I've been to. So I would wake up, go to school, um, go to dance. Um, then I would go upstairs. I would literally walk up the stairs because we had um, an elevator, but it was always broken on the girl's side. <laughs> so I'd been dancing for hours. Our bodies are in pain, like immense pain. You're yeah. tired. You have tons of work to do. I would go upstairs, and I would literally sit on my bed, and I would lay there. Just lay there. Couldn't move my body. You know, just just like I don't even want to sleep. I just lay back and just hope for the best. Yeah. And then maybe around 10 or 11, you know, you're like, oh, I got to do some homework, do some homework. Um, and then you're like, oh, wait, I want to go see my friends for a minute, you know, get that high school experience, you know, that boarding school experience. Yeah. So then you go and you hang out with your friends and everything, and it's just like this constant, um, it's it's consistent, consistent every day. Like, go to school, go to dance, go back upstairs, lay on your bed, maybe eat something good, maybe not, because cafeteria food, we can all say, is not very good, yeah. even at a school of fine arts. So... Um, hit miss, hit miss. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You get some good days, you get some real bad days. Um, but like I said, the school was awesome. Um, 
I love the education. I love the dance department. Um, while I was there, I'm not going to lie, I struggled a lot with my confidence uh, in dance because, you know, you go from a small town where there's not as many good dancers to like Birmingham where there's a lot more diversity. There's people coming from all around and they're really good. And you just look at them and you're like, wow, I, I want to I wanna be like them. You know, what do I need to do myself to be like those other people? Yeah. So I did get into a, like a state of comparison, you know, with myself and my best friend. She, her name is Haley Weingarten. Her dad is actually the Auburn High School football coach. Um, she is a phenomenal dancer and she's one of my dearest friends. And I would watch her and I was like, you know, why can't I be like that? Why can't I be like that? Um, why is she so confident and why am I not? And how come these people can express um, themselves, you know, with this music in a way that I can't? I would watch them dance, and I was like, why don't I, why can't I express myself like that? Uh, what is my challenge there? And um, so every day, you know, I would kind of go through the motions. You know, I would read my Bible at night, uh, listen to some worship music. I would talk to the occasional person about Jesus. It's also a very liberal school. I mean, School of Fine Arts. So Christianity there is kind of few and far between. Um and it's, it's a difficult environment to be in, especially when you're one of the only ones that really wants to pursue Jesus. So while I was there, um, they had a dance convention or like a some kind of dance thing in Pittsburgh. Um, and my mom, you know, said, you know, you're not going to go, Michaela. You can just, you know, stay back at school because they gave us the option to go or to not go. So I stayed back, and most of my junior friends all went, and the seniors and while I was there, I kind of, you know, I was alone that day, pretty much, because all my friends were gone. And uh, the song, Need to, uh, Happiness by Need to Breathe, great song. I encourage y'all to go listen to it. Um, I was listening to it, and uh, I would listen to it over and over and over again. And as I was listening to it, the Lord began to speak. He said, are you happy, McKaylee? You know, are you really happy? You're dancing. You're at this awesome school. You've got these awesome friends. You get to do all these cool things that the average high school student doesn't get to do. But are you happy? And I was like, well, I'm here. <laughs> I worked hard for this. I've been working a long time. My parents have paid a lot of money. My sisters have spent lots of hours driving me back and forth uh, to dance, to do this. Um, people will tell me, you know, like, you have potential. You have a future here. You have a career. Um, so I'm like, I think I'm happy. You know, yeah. I'm doing something with my life that some kids are never going to have the opportunity to do. And that's kind of how my mind was going. Um, but I, as I sat there, like, in my soul, I was like, though, you're not happy, McKaylee. You're really not happy. Um, because at the end of the day, regardless of how much I had kind of wavered or um, fallen away from my Christian walk, um, I always knew in the depths of my heart that the Lord wanted me to serve Him no matter what. Yeah. That was still like my foundation. You know, I had never wavered to a point where I was like, I don't believe, I don't want to follow you. But, you know, you kind of get this misconception that, hey, if I'm talking about Jesus and still believe in him, then I'm doing it right. right. I can pursue what I want to do as long as Jesus is in the mix somewhere. Yeah. As long as he's in there, it's all good. And um, so I just really sat there and thought to myself, I was like, at the end of the day, you know, I am called to serve Jesus. Am I really doing that? So I called mom. And she said this to me, and I will always remember. Uh, she said, McKaylee, why would you want to gain the whole wide world if you're just going to lose your soul in the process? Mm. And everybody, that's a, that's a scripture, you know. Of, and I know that. And when she said that to me, I was like, that's what I'm doing right now. I feel like I'm gaining everything but losing myself in the yeah. midst of all of it. And um, 
So I was at a breaking point, and I called Mom. I said, Mom, you've got to come get me. I said, I've got to get out of here. I said, I love these people. I love this place, but it's not what God wants for me. And the Lord also showed me, he said, McKaylee, if you really want to serve me, how are you supposed to do that if you're continuing to pursue something for yourself that's going to take so much of your time? Yeah. Become a professional dancer is going to require a minimum of eight hours a day. I planned to move to New York after graduation. I wanted to be um, in a professional ballet company, preferably American Ballet Theater in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's eight, eight hours a day, seven days a week. You don't really get Sundays off. And so the Lord was like, if you're really going to pursue me, how are you going to have the time to really pursue me to the fullest extent that I want you to? Yeah. If you're spending all that time dancing and in that secular environment, because I can just say right now, you know, there's not very many godly environments surrounding professional dancers so much. Yeah. And, and, you know, I can say that from hands-on experience. Like, I was there. Um, so I came home. Um, I was about eight months into the school year. And I was like, I can't wait it out. I can't finish here. I was like, I've got to come home now. And I'm not going to lie. Even when I came home, I was still struggling with knowing what I wanted to do, what I needed to do with my just like certain personal obstacles that I needed to overcome. So uh, we moved to Albertville around the time that I moved home. And then we also got custody of my youngest sister. Her name is Corey Grace. Yeah. So it was just a lot of transitional moments in my life that I was like, this is this is some real stuff. And um I was homeschooled for the rest of the year, and then throughout the summer, you know, I was home alone every day, homeschooled by myself, and then throughout the summer, and then we um, enrolled in Asbury because that was the school that they, um, that was in like our district or whatever, so we went to Asbury, and you know, throughout this span of like, uh, let's say May to December, um, you know, I'm homeschooled, and then it's summer, and then I'm going to Asbury, and I'm not dancing, which is really sad for me. You know, I was like, this is something I've spent, I feel like, the majority of my life doing, and I'm not dancing. I felt kind of alone. I was like, I don't know what to do. What is my purpose now? Because I was like, my talent was my purpose. That was the one thing I had, and now I'm not using it. So what am I supposed to do? I was like, I don't want to go be a doctor. I don't want to do, do all these things. And um, I got the opportunity to start teaching at uh, Dana's Dance in Arab. She called me up. Because I had danced there my first three years of dance. Yeah. Um, she said, I would love to have you come teach. You went to school of fine arts. It would be great for the kids to have a, a ballet teacher. So um, I started teaching there. And that was a good way for me to at least have that time to share my passion with dance. And at least have like one day a week where I could could dance at least a little bit. You know? Yeah. And in my mind, I was still thinking, okay, maybe after graduation, I can still go to a college and dance. I can um, audition for Ballet Magnificat, which is a Christian ballet company. I was like, hey, that's that's dance. I can do that. But I, in my mind, I was still saying, what can I do for myself, for my future? How can I use dance for myself? Because like I said, in my mind, I had to, I felt like I had um, I had an obligation to people. Because so many people are like, you went to school of fine arts, you've done all these things. They're like... You know, what are you going to do with that? You know, so I felt like I had to do something miraculous with my dancing in order to prove to people that I could achieve something great with yeah. my talent. Um, then in uh, January, uh, we started attending Lake City. And yeah. um, I'm just going to say, awesome church. I love it so much. I'm so glad that um, my parents uh, found it and that we're a part of it. It's a family. It's awesome. And um, I got involved in youth. Um, we just started to get plugged in. I was reluctant, you know, because I've been to a lot of churches. I've been to a lot of schools. I've, you know, it's just you meet new people and you just kind of close yourself off. Um, so in June, 
um, we went on a mission trip. We took a team of 21 people. My mom was, as soon as she heard about the mission trip, she said, we're going. All of us are going except the two little ones. They're staying back, but we're all going. So I went on a mission trip to New Mexico. We went to the Navajo uh, Reservation. Awesome, awesome people. Uh, we got to hold a three-day three day VBS. And um, I also love singing. So it was really great that I got the opportunity to um, sing while I was there. I got the opportunity to dance. I got the opportunity to pray for people and the opportunity to speak, um, give a devotion, to spend time with my church family, to spend time with hurting kids, um, hurting adults, you know, just the time to minister and take the focus off myself. That was the first time like, I wasn't thinking about, oh, God, what do you want me to do with my future? How can I use dance? How can I sing? How can I do any of these things? I was like, it just, it was all about serving. It was all about how much can I help these people. And um, that's when the Lord really began to work on me. And um, I skipped over this, but in March of uh, this year, I moved to Aberville High School from Asbury. And um, I auditioned for the show choir. Um, and uh, in June, we were supposed to have the show choir camps and everything. So I went on my mission trip. It was super impactful. I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with missions, um, God really showed me. He's like, hey, the talents and gifts that I've given you, I can use them in so many ways, you know, not just one thing that you have. I can use it all for my glory, you know. So I really felt in that moment, like, God, is this is this what you want me to do? Because I had really been pondering, you know, my junior year, I guess I got to go to a college now. That's my next step. Since I'm not going to pursue dance, I guess I got to go to college because there's nothing else for me. Um, and that's when he was like, no, you know, uh, I'm calling you into missions. And I knew uh, that week that the Lord had completely changed my mind um, about what He wanted and what I wanted for my future. So um, I moved back home, or not moved back home, I came back home after a week from being in New Mexico, and it felt like a lifetime I didn't want to leave. Um, and it was so crazy when I came back home. Uh, we had missionaries, Josh and Becca Jones, which are friends of Pastor Seth's, yeah. came and uh, they spoke at Sunday school. And um, they were uh, they're stationed in Milan, Italy. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. You know, just hearing their uh, story and uh, their passion for missions. And after the Sunday school, I just kind of talked to them for a minute. And they said, you know, that they would love to have interns come and stay with them. And I said, really? And I never thought to myself, like, hey, that can be me, you know. I was just like, that's really cool. Like, yeah. wow, I'm so, like, like amazed that I can be in a church where, like, this kind of stuff happens. And that's when Pastor Seth said to me, he says this to me all the time, he said, Michaela, welcome to the Assemblies of God. You can go anywhere in the world that you want to. Yeah. And he was talking to me. He was like, you can go. You can do that. And um, so Josh and Becca just said, hey, we would love to have you come and intern for us if it's something that you're interested in doing. And I was just, like, astounded. I was like, are you serious? Like, Italy? Really? I was like, wow. You know, I just like never pictured, you know, in Birmingham sitting in the dressing room listening to that song, Happiness. I never thought that I would really achieve that um, without dance. Yeah. I never thought I would achieve that without dance. And um, end up in Italy. And end up in Italy, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, now I know for a fact that I've been called into the mission field. It is something that I'm now so passionate about. I never thought, you know, I've had friends that are missionaries. Um, and, you know, I go to a church with tons of missionaries. I never thought, oh, hey, that, that can be me too. I was like, I'll support it. I love it. It's awesome. I might go on a few mission trips here and there. But, no, the Lord's like, no, I'm calling you out 
go to go wherever um, to use the gifts that I've given you for me. It was always about how can I use my gifts for myself. Yeah. It was never about how can I use my gifts for you, Jesus. Yeah. And so being on a mission trip, it gives you the ability to take that focus off of yourself and put it on others. And then you realize this is what it's about. Um, the struggles I'm facing, you know, when I'm serving others, it's like it doesn't even matter because you just know that God has it all under control. Yeah. And so now, like I said, I'm uh, planning to intern after graduation. So I'm just going to say best senior trip ever. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to be, you know, me Amazing. and God and spending time with people and getting to experience, um, you know, some hands-on things with missions and stuff and getting to see missionaries' hearts and their passions and, um, you know, what they want to do for others. And it's just going to be so inspirational. So um, now I'm currently, you know, getting ready, getting, like, the works done, you know, to go to Italy after I graduate. And that's just the beginning. Like, God has really shown me. He's like, Michaela, I can use dance in any way, but for my glory now. He's that's like, awesome. He's like, it's not for you, Michaela. It's for me. Yeah. And so um, I encourage a lot of athletes out there, um, basketball players, football players, soccer, um, baseball, softball, whatever you're doing. Um, it's definitely a talent. It's definitely a gift. It's definitely a privilege to be able to do the things that we do. But at the end of the day... We're called to use everything that we've been given for God, not for ourselves. And that's when He'll use it to its best ability. And that's when He'll really open the door for that. And so stop thinking about how you can pursue your dreams for your future and your talents and your gifts. And just think, how can I pursue you, Jesus? And you'll throw my talents and my gifts in there in the process. And you'll use them in the best way possible. And um, so that's what the Lord really showed me. He's like, Michaela, I'll use your dance for a reason. And he's already given me opportunities. I'm teaching. Um, I'm going to be performing at certain places, you know, for um, the Christmas thing here at Lake City. Yeah. I've been asked to do that. You know, so it's just like little avenues where I can express the love of God through something that he's placed inside of me. Because dance will always be a part of my heart, part of my passion. But now it's with the focus of Jesus, you know, in the middle and the center of it. Like, yeah. Jesus, I want to dance for you. You know, I want to so dance good. before Jesus. And so um, I really believe that as I go into the mission field, he's going to use dance. I would love to teach dance to little kids as an outreach, you know, just to give them time away from the poverty that they live in every day. Yeah. And in any way possible, just to share my passion with people. And um, God's just getting started. And I just want to say that to everybody else. You know, God is just getting started as long as you just step out and obey him. It's hard. And I had a lot of days crying. I look, I've looked back at pictures and memories. And it's a struggle sometimes to see all these other teenagers pursuing dance and pursuing the things that you've worked so hard for. And you're like, why not me? But he's yeah. like, I didn't call you to do what everybody else has done. Yeah. I called you to do what I want you to do. And it's, it's to be different. It's to step out. And sometimes that means being by yourself and doing something completely different from what everybody else is doing. But, hey, it's for God's glory. So that's the best thing it could ever be for. And um, I'm just super excited to see where God's going to take me. And he's got a plan for every single person. So just trust in him. And use your gifts for him, not for yourself. So good. What do you think, Stephen? Love it. <laughs> you know, I've, I've known this child for a very long time. Yeah. I had no idea all that was in there. Right. That is amazing. Wow. Thank you. That was a very, very, very powerful story. Yeah. Like, and really surrendering your life to God like that and just being content with whatever he says. And then you ending up kind of coming back full circle almost. What an awesome story. Yeah. 
there. Yeah. Steven, you want to go to some music? Let's do it. We'll have to hit this legal ID, and then after that, That's I'm going to play for you this Need to Breathe Happiness. So, <laughs> by the way, around. by the way, thank you for listening. 88.5 JFM, yes. the Varsity. We're so glad that you're a part of this show. You are amazing. Thank you. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. Yes, it is. I love this. I wish we had a gift to give you right now, but we just want to talk to you. Like, you call in. We have the best time. So we're going to play a game called Random Trivia. Random Trivia. Now, listen, we'll get you some prizes in the future. But, hey, if you love the varsity and you love to talk to us, and we love to talk to you. We like to hear from the fans of the show who really right. make the show. Right, you That's are, what we want to have. We want to we want to communicate with you. We want to be personable. You are what's special about the varsity. It's you. So we just need you to call in a minute. I'm going to go ahead and give you the number and Brad is going to start with the trivia question. And just call us, talk to us. We'll give you three trivia questions. If you get them right, then you are amazing. So, you know, I know that doesn't sound like awesome. much of a thing, but we, you know, you get to be on the air. Yeah. You get to an experience. get to talk to amazing people. Uh, and so the number that you'll call in a few minutes is 256-505-0885. And Brad's going to give you the first question to trivia. Random trivia. Babe Ruth is associated with which sport? Babe Ruth. Oh, okay. I is associated wow. with which that. sport? If you know that answer, right? If you're like a twi- trivia king or queen, give us a ring. You know you want to answer give that question. It's two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. Something else, you know. If you if you don't get the answer right, it's okay. You can all be winners when you go to Charburger. Hey. Charburger is a special magical place where the burgers <laughs> make you smile. And the people are just as great, too. And so you can find them at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. You can be eating a burger and staring at the lake. Yeah, I, I always go on Tuesday and pick up our char burger. Let me tell you, the people in there, I come in, hey, how are you? You here to pick up the, the food for the varsity? Yes, so yes ma'am. And they'll just smile. They'll ask you how your day's been. Like yeah. They just they like to have you there. And then they provide awesome food. That's what the a great thing. place. The most important. Good food. They really haven't let us down. They're open Monday through Saturday. 5.30 in the morning till <laughs> 8 at night. Yes. That's a long time. So you have a good period of time every day to eat wonderful, magical food. Hey, you can go for breakfast and lunch. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast and dinner. Lunch yeah. and dinner. Yeah. All three. The combinations are endless. Yes. So many good things. <laughs> to an extent. Try, try their, you know, on the days they have them, you should try their fried green tomatoes. They're oh, yeah. They, have, yeah. they, are they have a very diverse menu, too, so I don't oh, think you so can get tired there. Like, no. And oh, so much good stuff. So much. Onion rings and chicken fingers and The picture, crispy. I've already ate, but it Things looks Things that you dream of. <laughs> but anyway, hey, call us. What sport is Babe Ruth associated with? What, what is What sport is Babe Ruth associated with? Can you give them that and some music, Steven? Let's do it. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Hello. Who we got on the line with us? Hello? 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 (laughs) Harold? Harold? Are you there? 
Hey, Harold. There he is. He must be on the road again. Here. Harold, you sound like you're eating a cheeseburger. Hello? Are you there? Harold, I can't hear y'all. Yeah, can you hear us now? A little bit. Alright. What are you up to, man? Right now, I'm uh, in a Krispy Kreme. Oh, oh, that sounds so good. I love Mr. Wow. Donuts. My day is infinitely better than yours is right now. Yeah. <laughs> our, our area needs one of those to compliment the charburger. Right. Oh, we got Tasty Donut. That uh, place is pretty good. Yeah, it's it's not... Anyway, oh, yeah, it's, it's great. It is never, great. I don't know what that is. It's Krispy Kreme. It's the lot on. It's the lot on. Yes, sir. Yes, hallelujah. Have you ever had a hot donut? Oh, yeah. Have you ever lived in the United States? Yeah, you've had a hot donut. He said he had to circle five times, but the fifth time it came on. Wow. Yeah. That's dedication. That's right. I would do that. Some things are... Can you imagine an 18-wheeler going around Krispy Kreme five times? I would. (laughs) I ain't got to imagine it. That's how I was there. It happened. (laughs) Wow. I would have liked to see video of that. That's, you know... Wow, what have you been up to, Harold? Well, I had, I did some thinking. Yeah, Harold. Harold, do you think? <laughs> you got jokes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Harold? Just know, Brad, I know a crazy taxidermist. Yes, he I'm does. I may get, I'm get oh stuffed goodness. and plugged up one day. That's right. Uh-oh. I'm scared. Well, added with lots. Yeah. <laughs> cream yeah, I can have a. So you were thinking. So you were thinking. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to the important stuff, yeah. Harold. You what? know, I have to get getting a little empty when I'm home, so I, I got me another pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what kind of pet did you get, Harold? Well, just uh, sticking with the uh, the weird pet theme, I had a buddy. He uh, he gave me a Komodo dragon. What? Oh no! You, uh-uh. you got a Komodo dragon? I'm a thousand percent sure it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> but I got one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! Wow. So what does that thing eat? Ugh. Anything I give him right now. I mean, <laughs> Sounds like most boys, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how's that going? Is it? Do, do, do you and uh, does he like sit in your lap when you watch TV or? Oh no! Oh. How's this? How's this work, Harold? Well, to be honest with you, yeah, I'm kind of scared of it. Yeah. <laughs> How big is the Komodo dragon? Uh, Too big. Too big. I'm not not about that life. Reptiles belong outside. So, where does this so, where does this thing sleep? Well, I couldn't really feed it because I was too scared. I, I, I gave it back. Yeah. So I went back to my strong suit and I went and picked up Carla. So I got me another goat. Oh, good, Carla's oh. back. A goat? Yes, yes. <laughs> another it, it, one. We we can't. But, we don't uh, have time to go through the saga, but I know uh, that comes with its own set of problems. Yeah. I'd much rather. What's have the goat. problem with Carla? Well. <laughs> Apparently they ain't got TV where Carla was studying, and uh, <laughs> she done got uh, uh, pregnant. So, <laughs> <laughs> so 
Carla's pregnant. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't have TV. Oh, no! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the funny thing is, I knew where that was coming. Y'all lived before you there, didn't you? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Poor Carla. How many, uh, what do you call those things? <laughs> what do you do? I, I should know this, right? You call them baby goats. Yeah. Right? yeah. Baby, how many kid. baby goats? A baby goat's called a kid. A kid. Well, a kid. Yeah, serious? Yes. 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 I'm pretty sure it's just one. Uh, Wait, yeah. like a whole you know how you know how cow farmers have to like pull wow. calves out of cows? Are you gonna have to pull the baby goat out of the goat? No, I've actually. Now this is a weird thing that oh, I'm gosh. telling you. I have actually seen the birth of a goat before. Wow, yes. how was that? I've seen the birth of a cow. It's pretty gross. There's usually multiple oh. goats there, Harold. Have you seen a seahorse give birth? No, no. That's- oh yeah, I saw oh, that. That's too. awful. Like two or three. Ooh. Harold, there's like two or three goats usually. <laughs> Awful memory. I need y'all to yeah. come speaking that to you. I don't need no four goats. No four. <laughs> no four. Why? Steven has pulled up goat birds. No, 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 no. If you just no, Steven, like, Steven, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> what? He's pulling up videos of goats. This is birds. not what we mean by family friendly. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a part of life. Oh my. god. You just, you, right now, Harold, just be glad you're not in the studio. He opened a can of worms here. Yeah. There's, I am glad. That's a Monte Cristo cream. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I want some Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. And the lot is on. Well, Harold, you never failed to make my life better, so thank you for Amen. calling. Well, that's... You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you got got rid of the Komodo dragon and you got Carla. Me too. Just get yeah. her a TV. Get her a TV. Avoid some problems there. <laughs> too late. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Harold. Y'all have a good one. Alright, we still got this trivia up. You want to give us a call? 256-505-0885. Which, which sport is Babe Ruth associated with? Come on, with? guys. Y'all got this. I... If I know it, y'all know it. Yeah, yeah. I wish I wish I had a candy bar or something to give away. I just <laughs> maybe yeah. a baby Ruth. Yeah. I wish I had a baby Ruth for you. I didn't even think about that, so I walked right into that. You sure so, did. Uh-huh. And we're gonna play another song, and in the midst of that song, if you call, we'll talk to you. If not, we're gonna do our buzzer beater. Yipper. All right. Here is Ty Chibbet with "Work It Out." <laughs> the enemy tried to make you feel like pain on me. <laughs> Like I know that trouble will never last Yeah That is the buzzer And we're gonna beat that buzzer (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is the part of the show Where I I, scored a goal I, the media guy, Brad Tell you where you can find us And find the show We have a Facebook page Where we live broadcast our show every week And that live broadcast will stay on there forever and that is unofficial, the Varsity Radio <laughs> Show. How long, On Fred? Facebook. I see what you just did. I like you that. did? It's a sandlot. Yeah. Like Forever. Yeah. For- hey, by the way, we got to 12 shares. Just Almost. short. Just short. Okay. Short. If we could get to 15. For- I think we need just one, maybe the verse. Maybe one verse of... Let it go or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing, sing a verse for us on <laughs> "Let It Go." The look on his face. Don't disappoint the public. 
<laughs> we, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Yeah, you do. do it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I think the words. It's cold outside on the mountain tonight. Oh. Not a footprint to be seen. <laughs> Swamp breads. The, the kingdom major. of isolation. And it looks like I'm the queen. Oh man! <laughs> the wind is howling and the storm is swirling storm inside. inside. Look, he knows the words. Heaven Who knows, knows I try. <laughs> Doom, ding. Don't let them in, don't, don't let them see. Be the good girl you always had to be. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. Go ahead, ready? And but now they know. Are you getting this? Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, that's what 12 shares got you. Imagine what 20 would have got you. Yeah, imagine the production you would have seen with that. I think there would have been fireworks and... <laughs> like I said, if that will be... If we ask you to share something, you should totally that do will it. Be it's totally worth your time. On your unofficial Varsity Radio Show Facebook video forever. Ever. Forever. <laughs> yeah, you uh, can't run from that. Also, our Instagram page, very active, keeping you up to date on who's coming, what we're doing. Sometimes there's some meme of the weeks posted on there. Uh, that is... Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Our Twitter getting going soon. We need a follower base. Go follow us on Twitter, Varsity at Varsity Radio eight eight five. And we're on iTunes podcast and Google Play Music. Yay! What? So uh-huh. if you're one of those Thank people you, that believes in Android and all that stuff, we're now available to you <laughs> on Google Play Music. And you can find the podcast of the Tuesday show the following Wednesday. Um. So that's where you can find the Varsity Radio Show week to week and throughout the week. Also, a huge thank you to our sponsors at Charburger, our business impact partners, the people who feed us yes. every week. Good food. Great. Oh, hey, if you go people, there, tell them the Varsity sent you, please. That's yes. essential. I don't care if it's a waitress, if it's your grandma. I don't care. Tell them the Varsity sent you, you know, when you're there in the store because. They mean so much to us, and we want them to know that. So, uh, tell them the Varsity Radio Show sent you. Is that us? That's it. That's a wrap. Yeah. Hey, if you are part of Albertville, Gunnersville, or Arab, you are going to get to see me and Steven, and then at Arab, you're going to get to see Brad. Yeah. Live and in person this week, we're bringing one of the greatest speakers ever, Reggie Dabbs, to your school. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. We're going to have a great day Thursday. I'm excited. And, uh, Super yeah. excited. Does, yeah. Does Reggie Dabbs dab? I'm That's sure we a good question we should ask him, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm excited to meet this guy. I saw, yeah. his, I saw his promo. Oh, man. We should put that promo out on our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, we should do that, Steven. Yeah. That's a great That's idea. Like I can so do that. You come can do that. Yes. Somebody can do that. Come into your school Thursday uh, if you're in one of those three schools. So, we'll see you live and in person. Don't hey, miss school that, that day. After Don't that, miss school that day. Catch us next week. Yeah. Next yeah. Tuesday, 2.30 to 4.30, right here on 88.5 JFM. Yes. The Varsity Radio so Show. So much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Peace out, Steven. All right. Your still song worship, Who You Say I Am. I love that song.